What's up, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the All American Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carr, bringing you guys a recap and my opinion on the latest AP poll in college football coming up next. So, as I mentioned, getting into the AP poll today of college football, I have not done a college football episode this year, um, and I'm extremely sad about it. That used to be. I don't think they're still up anymore, but that used to be my original like YouTube. That was my go-to. I would just, every week, I would rip off college football videos. Uh, little old me in my old basement, I remember. I had like a table going. I'm oh, sorry, that was my speaker. Um, I had like a little table going, my notes, everything. I was ready every week. That was probably when I was in like elementary or middle school. Uh, but now I haven't done an episode like this in a while. Um, not this year at least, but I paid attention to college football a lot this year immensely. I'm so into it. I think it's so interesting. I mean, we have teams like TCU and Tennessee at the top of the poll. It's crazy. Uh, I love it, but today I'm going to be breaking down the underrated, overrated teams and where I think this poll, uh, should be right now at this point of the season. I'm, you know, like other college football fans, I'm always going to have problems with it. Um, of course, you know, I'd want my Boston College Eagles to be on it after they beat NC State this week. But um, no, realistically, though, I, I mean, no, nobody's perfect. Like the committee does a great job. I, I think this is obviously a great poll. I don't have any major problems with it. Uh, but there are some tweaks and adjustments every week that I think we would all we'd all make uh, just, in, you know, different capacities, different teams. Um, so starting off, uh, I'll read you guys the top 10. Uh, if you aren't familiar with it, number one is the Georgia Bulldogs. Number two, Ohio State. Number three, Michigan. Four, TCU. Uh, five is Tennessee. Six, LSU. Seven, USC. Eight, Alabama. Nine, Clemson. And ten is the Utah Utes. Um, so we had a lot of movement. No movement in the top five. So it remains Georgia, OSU, Michigan, TCU, and Tennessee. Uh, I'm perfectly okay with that. Um, I, I don't think Tennessee is super for real. I, I mean, they can hang in games, uh, but late in the season, I, I don't know. I, I don't really see, first of all, I mean, I, I can't argue with the top three teams. Of course, we're going to have an OSU-Michigan game, so one of those teams is going to lose. That's going to make it a lot more interesting. Uh, TCU has been phenomenal. I think they will crack at some point before the end of the season. Uh, but mainly, my main concern is past the top five teams. I mean, you can't argue with that. Those have been the top five teams locked in now for uh, a week or two. Without a doubt, no no arguments. Uh, where, you know, six and seven seeds, that's where I start to get a little interested and a little controversial. Because um, LSU is six right now, and I have a problem with that. Uh, you know, the main thing with LSU, I, I just... They've had a lot of close games. Like, I feel like like the Alabama one was great. Don't get me wrong. I think Alabama is overrated this year. I don't think they're that good. And, you know, an overtime win where it was really kind of a toss-up isn't, like, ultra impressive to me. It would be more impressive if you beat a team in the top five. They have not. I don't think Ole Miss is that good. That's a regular SEC opponent to me. Definitely towards the upper echelon. But, sure, that win is somewhat impressive. Uh, they lost to Tennessee big time, though. They lost to Florida State to kick off the season, which is a solid game. But other than that, I mean, they've been pretty mediocre pretty, you know, around the SEC. They almost lost to Arkansas this week, though. That was a great game. Um, and, you know, somehow they stayed the same. 
Or they, I mean, they went up one. But I think USC should leapfrog them, in my opinion. I think USC is underrated, and I'll go on the flip side. LSU is the overrated team here. But USC is dominating the Pac-12. And granted, it is the Pac-12. And yeah, you know, LSU is in a tougher conference. But one loss is a big difference when you're talking about the six and seven seeds. I mean, you can't argue with the top four, top five. But I think USC is as proven they're a better team than them. Uh, USC, I'm very interested to see, though. They uh, have some big tests uh, with UCLA this week. Um, oh, and I meant to talk about that at the beginning because me and my friends were making bets about, you know, which Pac-12 game would be on the game day next week. Certainly, I mean, we were watching the games. Didn't expect Oregon to lose. Didn't expect um, uh, UCLA to lose. So, I mean, it was it was crazy, and I love that in the college game day, if you haven't heard next week, is in Bozeman, Montana, for Montana State and Montana. I actually love that. I have a friend that goes to Montana State right now. I know he's pumped, but uh, and I know some people that are actually going there next year. It actually seems like a crazy fun place, and I assume Montana is too. Uh, you're up there. You're in the cold weather. You're, you're skiing all day long having fun it's a big college town and i like it i I love it i think the student atmosphere you give it you'd give a town like that a college like that a chance to really you know make it special it's like an all-star weekend where you give you know i remember a few years ago they gave toronto the opportunity to host the nba all-star uh game and it was it was awesome that whole weekend was awesome the fans were so into it i i'm cannot wait for this weekend it's a huge rivalry montana versus montana state uh, I would love to see, you know, Kirk Herbstreit, Pat McAfee, and the guys. That will be uh, very interesting. But with that being said, a little off topic, USC, I thought, would maybe get the game day uh, versus UCLA. Well, UCLA, tough loss uh, at the end there. And they bumped down seven seeds, which was expected and probably fair. Uh, but USC, to me, I mean, look at they've steamrolled this whole Pac-12 and I talked about it. It's not a great conference, certainly, but their only losses came to Utah, which I think is a strong team with Cameron Rising. And you, they only lost by one point. That was a 43-42 classic high-scoring game. They've beaten the rest of the Pac-12 with ease. And if they somehow make it through UCLA and Notre Dame uh, without a nick, I mean, I would not be surprised to see this team in the top four. I think when Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams, they are ultra-talented um and with one loss in the resume i think that's a lot lot more showing than lsu uh on the flip side the overrated team here is lsu and i i said it originally but they they haven't had a ultra impressive win to me the old miss win yes it's impressive but it doesn't look like anything spectacular um you know they got blown out by tennessee which looks awful 40 to 13 um, they almost lost to Arkansas this week. Uh, you know, and I just, I don't know. I have problems with them. They almost lost, I mean, a very scrappy, tough Auburn team, but that's 21-17. That's a tough, you know, that's, I don't know. It's, it's tough to judge LSU because I think they are a talented team. And when they would play USC, I, maybe LSU would win. I just think so far in the season, USC has proven to me more, um, than LSU has, and LSU does have a tough test uh, at the end of the season. They have Georgia. And not to mention a very tough, sneaky good uh, Texas A&M team the final two weeks. They have UAB this week, though. 
another underrated team to me, though, kind of further down in the poll at 13 is the North Carolina Tar Heels. And a lot of people, this is very controversial because a lot of people have problems with them. And I get that. And they've, I mean, just about every game so far has been an extremely close one in a not so great ACC. And I get that for sure. But that's where good teams win. They win the close games. They win the close battles. They're led by a great quarterback in Drake May, who I'm very high on. Another controversial guy. A lot of people have differing opinions on him. Um, but he's a good, good youngster. Uh, I think he'll be good for years to come. You know, you, you can't argue with winning. You know, yes, they're close games, but they, they've won them. And uh, their only losses came to Notre Dame in what was a pretty competitive game, 45-32. Uh, Besides that, they've had close ones. Um, they beat Wake Forest this week. Was was I mean, it was a fantastic game, but a great win. Uh, they stuck it out against uh, Virginia. I don't know, 9-1 and one, and you're the 13 seed? That's a little low to me. I think this team is, you know, they're going to you're gonna fight every game. But, hey, they win against Georgia Tech. They have a sneaky good Georgia Tech team. They can surprise a lot of people and beat North Carolina, no problem. But, hey, if they win against Georgia Tech, if they win against NC State, who I don't think is that good, by the way, and they actually fell out of the poll uh, this week, they were the team that received the most vo- votes outside of the top 25, but they, lo- uh, they were left out. They lost to Boston College. And then if they shock Clemson at the end of the season, this team could be in the college football playoff. And, you know, three weeks out from the final ranking, you know, before the, uh, the conference championships, uh, the 13th seed just seems very, very low to me for a team that only has one loss and is, you know, first in the ACC tied with Clemson, who is – a lot ahead of them. And on the flip side, I, you know, Clemson, I don't want to call them overrated because they do have one loss, but I, I think they are. I mean, you can't have that much of a difference between the 9 and 13 seed. Yes, they've had more impressive wins, but I'm looking at it as a team, them versus UNC, I think UNC is going to win. I've never been a huge believer in DJ, DJ Ugalaglia. Uh, ever since I saw him start that first game of the year last year versus Georgia, I was like, this, this is not right. They they remember when they changed quarterbacks versus Syracuse and they won the game and Ugalele started the next week against Notre Dame and got pummeled. That was just like two weeks ago. And that's the only loss of the season versus Notre Dame where they got killed. Um you lose to Syracuse, I think you're dropping down a lot. They barely, barely won versus Wake Forest uh in double overtime. That was a, one of the best games of the season. Um but I mean NC State, too. That was a close one. NC State was pretty good at the time. But they've had close games in the ACC. Even that Boston College game, that was one that I went to. And don't let the score fool you. I mean, BC was in it for a while. Uh, They've had a lot of close games. And maybe not as close as North Carolina with some different opponents. But I don't know, man. I think that's too much of a difference between the 9-13 seed for it. You know, teams that play in the same conference. Um, they don't, you know, neither of them have ultra impressive wins to me and I had that. I don't know. I I'm, it's going to be tough. Uh, Clemson has Miami this week and then South Carolina. And then as I mentioned, UNC will finish off the season. That should be a great game. Hopefully both teams are, uh, are looking good and still have one loss by the time that game rolls around. Um, the next team I want to talk about underrated is the Oregon Ducks. My Oregon Ducks, I've loved them ever since that, you know, Marcus Mariota era with Michael James and DeAnthony Thomas. They were speed 
and a college football team like you've never seen before. That's when they were just starting to get those crazy uniforms everywhere. I loved it. I mean, they had an identity. They were building a phenomenal program. I watched that rise of the program for a few years, and I fell in love with them. Yes, call me a bandwagon or whatever. I was only like eight years old, but I loved every bit of it. Um, and I've always been an Oregon fan since, you know, even Justin Herbert a few years ago, people were doubting him, thought he was great. Bo Nix transfers in, you know, we had some quarterback issues, quarterback controversies, we had Anthony Brown, a BC transfer, uh, you know, like uh, a year or two ago, even this year, you know, he's dealing with injuries and whatnot. But Bo Nix, you know, they started off, they they got their butts kicked by George on the first week, 49-3, and I was like, oh, it's going to be a rough year. Then, from then on, they looked fully legit. I mean, they, they rolled through the Pac-12. They Look at this scores. 70, 41, 44, 45, 49, 45, 42, 49. That's their offense ever since that Georgia game. And then this week, they put up 34, a heartbreaking loss, in a game that they should not have lost to Washington. I, I could not believe that call, the illegal touching one. I was watching that with my friends on the couch, and I, I couldn't believe it. We couldn't believe it. I mean, that was just a shame to see uh, because this team looked legit, and I thought they were, they were built for the college football playoff. One loss and then done. And they, had, they have two tough tests coming up in Utah and Oregon State, but I think with, with one loss, they'd be a lot more motivated, a lot more you know, better equipped to win those two games. Uh, but now, I mean, they're out of it. Yes, you have a bowl game and whatever, but two losses, extremely hard to sneak into the college football playoff now. So their season looks done. I just, I mean, I cannot believe it. I To lose on, on that call, to really lose your season is very, very tough. It's it's tough to process, you know, for Oregon fans. and Just a real shame because I thought Oregon, they, they definitely passed the eye test. I mean, they looked like a legit team. Um, and I, I thought if it was one team to sneak in from the Pac-12, I mean, I'm, I'm looking to see what they do damage in because I think the Pac-12 is fun to watch this year. Got a lot of talent. You know, they're on late night. You catch them at the end of a great Saturday of football, and they're just there for you. You know, you, you'll get UCLA, Arizona, and hey, you're going to be happy because it's high scoring and competitive at the end of the night. Um, but Oregon, I mean, yeah, the 12 seed, I just, I think that's too low. I mean, look, they got bumped down six spots for a very, very razor thin close loss. And hey, if you're going to rank Washington that high, they're 15 right now. They jumped up that much from one call. I, why does Oregon then fall down six seeds? I, it doesn't make that sense. It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I don't know. Oregon is eight and two. Washington is eight and two. I think there's a lot of skill and a lot of, you know, the uh, resume this year that separates them. And somehow on the AP poll, there's only three spots apart or yeah, three spots apart. They move down to six. Washington moves up nine. On the flip side, I have Washington and his overrated team. I didn't actually realize that my underrated and overrated teams all connected to each other. Uh, But Washington, you know, you look at their resume this year. And it's solid. I mean, but but then, you know, they started off pretty good. Got a meaningful win versus Michigan State. We found out not really for real. Not that great. Um, they beat Stanford. They took two tough losses in a row to UCLA, Arizona State. They haven't been as high scoring as the Oregon offenses. And then from there on, you play Arizona, California, and uh, Oregon State. 
Oregon, they've been a toss-up in the Pac-12. And unlike Oregon, who was, you know, I think steamrolled through the Pac-12 ever since that loss to Georgia, I, just Washington does not look like a legit team to me. They are, um, they are, I'm looking at the poll here. Washington, yeah, 15 right now. I, that's too high for me. This team does not look for real. I like Michael Penix Jr. Uh, in their running game with uh, Tolau Pupu. But, I mean, the win versus Oregon State was razor, razor thin. And then the Oregon win was barely even a win. I mean, I just, I don't know. I have a problem with Washington. I think we'll find out soon enough. I think they'll have close games versus Colorado and Washington State, and that'd be probably done for the year. Um, but, you know, it is a mystery how they only have two losses in their schedule um, so far. They lost to UCLA, understandable. But Arizona State, probably a game they shouldn't have lost. I know Arizona State is always competitive, but that's embarrassing. I mean, they have had a tough year. And to lose to that kind of team, I don't know. It's just not a good look for your resume. And I think Oregon is miles ahead of them, while in the AP poll, they're only three spots apart. Uh, so those are my overrated, underrated teams. I'm, I'm looking, you know, because I didn't really focus on some of the back half of the AP poll. Um, I think UCLA, reasonable drop, my uh, down seven. Uh, Notre Dame up a little bit. And Florida State up a little bit, reasonable. Tulane dropped down five. I really don't think they should be in it at this point. Eight and two. They play in the um, American. I, I don't know. They just don't seem legit to me. Oregon State, it's a mystery how they're in. Um, but ultimately, I, I think it's right for Nor- uh, NC State to be off the pole. I don't know. They just don't look good to me. Um, I do. The, the others receiving votes were uh, Texas, UTSA, Troy, Duke. Liberty, Illinois, Minnesota, Florida, Boise State, and South Alabama somehow got a vote. I actually like Florida getting votes, though. Minnesota, too. And Duke looks Duke looks pretty good with Riley Leonard. Texas can stay in there with the good teams. I don't know. I still, there's a lot of college football left, a lot of shaking up left. And this week should be fun, especially that game day um, that I mentioned in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, but for now, that's it. That's all I got for college football. Let me know what you guys thought of this episode and if I should produce more in the future. Um, but those were, uh, those, that was my reaction to the AP poll. Uh, I watched it on ESPN. It was exclusive coming out and it was, it was fun to watch. I mean, you knew there was no shake up in the top five, but once they, once they said LSU over USC, I was, I was like, all right, I'm going to have some problems with this. And I thought to put out an episode. Uh, But let me know what you guys think in the comments, and uh, I'll see you next time on the next episode of the All-American Sports Podcast. But for now, peace out.